Hello everybody and welcome to a special programme here on the Radio Show Limited network of channels. Uh, recently, uh, VP Racing Fuels have extended uh, their association and partnership with IMSA to, well, quite frankly, beyond Racing Fuels. They've got a lot of different products in their portfolio and Andy Dale, who's the division manager for consumer products, is on the line to talk about one in particular. And the one in particular, Andy, uh, that we're talking about today has just been named as the official coolant of IMSA and IMSA Racing. Tell me about the brilliantly named Stay Frosty. So I've been with the company for about 10 years now. Extremely cool to see our company evolve and especially get into these different fluid segments um, that we weren't maybe traditionally fully entrenched in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've really wrapped our arms around coolant technology. You know, we've been working with IMSA for for several years now, even back in the days of, you know, when American Le Mans existed, long track history and being a technical partner with them. Why and how did did the coolant side of things come about? Really, the company has always been in pursuit of making power. I mean, that's one of our trademark brand slogans. So um, we looked at this and we saw there's a lot of performance being left on the table here. Um, You know, several folks are just running straight water. Um, Some might use an additive. Some of these additives, their formulas haven't been looked at for maybe, you know, decades. So coolant technology is just changing. Um, You walk into any auto parts store now and what used to, you know, what might have been two or three choices on the shelf now has turned into 10, 11, 12 choices. So um, coolants have changed drastically. And uh, I think we looked at it and, you know, we always kind of hang our hats on being the mad scientist in the industry. (laughs) What's the matter with water? Water is um, one of the better coolants out there, but water's got a lot of issues and mainly uh, corrosion, impurities. Um, So we had to look at this as how do we build a water-based product um, that gives you very good cooling effect, but you've got kind of two issues there. One, water still builds up surface tension, so water develops essentially concentrations of hot spots in the motor. Um, and then number two, how do you protect it from those impurities? Uh, because otherwise you'll be replacing your coolant systems very often, especially in high performance applications where you're using a little bit more exotic metals in the cooling system. Um, so we built this with that in mind and we achieve an anti-corrosion specification, uh, the ASTM outlines. So that's, that's a great thing is you're looking at just as much protection as your average 50, 50 glycol water type coolant in this package but you're getting all the performance and all of the temperature reduction there and the key thing about that particularly for race ready which is what we're talking about here i know you've got two versions of of your coolant if it's race ready then a lot of series and a lot of tracks don't like you having any any antifreeze in that glycol because it's an absolute pain to clear up and it's very slippery when it gets on the track and actually whilst it stops you your coolant freezing, it's actually not that good at cooling, is it? No, not at all. Uh, glycol is way more viscous than water. Um, we're talking 10 times higher than water. And even looking at a 50-50 mix, so your average at your at your typical auto parts store, a 50-50 mix, even diluted with that water, is three to six times more viscous than water. 
all that viscosity, that heavier weight fluid does not contribute to heat transfer as well. Uh, stay frosty race ready versus a 50-50 glycol mix. We've seen cylinder head temperature reductions on average 77 degrees Fahrenheit in different spots shot by an infrared thermometer on the cylinder head running on an engine dyno. So, I mean, that's that right there shows you there's a lot of performance left on the table. People obviously understand the reduction in temperatures around the engine's got to be good. But something you said there strikes a note with me is the viscosity, which I hadn't thought about. Any coolant, whatever it's based on, whether it's water or 50-50 glycol or 100% glycol, so-called waterless coolants, and you see plenty of those about as well, though not used in, in racing, they have to be propelled around the engine by a water pump. And a water pump typically is driven by a belt from the engine, which is powered by the engine. That's, that's extra power that that's taking up. It might be fractional. It might be fractional, Andy, but we're talking in a race application of maybe where one or two or three horsepower can make a huge difference. Absolutely. And, and that's what we see. The, the higher the viscosity, the higher the reduction in flow rate. Really, you know, this allows us to increase density of air fuel mix. And, and basically, you're able to advance ignition timing and uh, also prevent detonation even further. So that, that kind of speaks leaks to what we already do in fuel. You know, uh, pre-detonation is a, obviously a big monster for us. The worst thing you can do is, is pre-detonate in a high-power racing motor that, you know, costs tens of thousands of dollars. Um, so coolant plays into that just as much. And this really is a performance part uh, just as much as race fuel is and, and even the lifeblood being motor oil as well. You've mentioned motor oil and having worked with some of the very best in the business in, in the past, we know that any gains that you can get there on engine cooling has other knock-on effects. If you can make your coolant radiate is smaller, you can make the the ducting that goes into that smaller and therefore you're affecting airflow and aerodynamics and drag. I mean, you're able to shave weight by reducing the size of that cooling system. And if that cooling system is more effective, then it's just, it's, it's sim symbiotic really, you know, it's, uh, it's all kind of in the produce or in the pursuit of producing more power, shaving weight, proving aero, but also you cannot sacrifice keeping that motor cool. Um, especially when you're spinning it wide open for, 12 to 24 hours yes motor racing is as i always say improves the breed and whether that's out on the track or potentially out on the road there are clearly going to be advantages now where's the advantage come for us consumers who perhaps aren't racing cars andy what are you learning at vp racing that could potentially pass on to us driving our street cars we get a lot of tech questions, and since forced induction is so popular right now, we've gotten a ton of positive feedback uh, from intercooled applications, and, and especially turbocharged is the big thing. Um, some of these direct injection motors that generate higher heat, more compression, um, we're seeing great results out in the field with this product. Also, we do have a high-performance version, so I've been talking about the race-ready version that obviously has no slippery substances, no glycol in it. It has the best cooling improvement, but we also do make a product 
um, that uses 30% glycol in it. So we're not doing a full 50-50 mixture there. Um, it has the multiple surfactants uh, that we put in there to break the surface tension in the water content and be able to spread that heat more evenly, provide more effective cooling. And then, oh, by the way, it also has the anti-corrosive in it. So now you're getting some freeze protection, and that's down to zero degrees Fahrenheit. You're getting the, the temperature reduction with the multiple surfactants that we use. And then you're also getting corrosion protection. So for your guys that are out there showing and shining, they're going to car shows, and hopefully we see that come about again after COVID blows over. But, uh, you know, your guys that have their pride and joy, their baby, and especially right now, people are driving those more versus having them parked in a parking lot with all their buddies with the, the hood popped open. Um, so now, now they're driving these things around. And what, what do you always see? You see classic cars overheating on the side of the road, overheating. We've gone to all the good guys shows here domestically in the, in the U S and, uh, gotten just a ton of positive feedback from the opinion leaders in these car groups, just saying, you know, I was watching my thermostat, it went down five, 10 degrees. And I mean, that, that makes all the world a difference in that application, especially when they're cruising or if they're in parades and, you know, they're not really getting an airflow passing through that radiator the way it should. So, so it's great for the hot rod audience, you know, and, and, and even some of your late model audience that, uh, you know, post up in the car corrals here at the IMSA events. Um, that's, what's great is we do a consumer crossover. That's really for your general automotive enthusiast. We make products for them as well. And there's a, there's a ton of just, uh, car enthusiasts. And then you look at power sports as well. We make a half gallon in this formula and that's great for dirt bikes. It's great for UTVs and, and ATVs. Um, so we got, we got a little bit of something for everyone. Um, and by the way, for those listening to Andy there who mentioned zero degrees he said zero degrees Fahrenheit which my ears pricked up but I have to say that's minus 18 Celsius where does all this technology take us Andy and you know I know that a company like VP Racing doesn't stand still it hasn't stood still since the 1970s since your founder was was mixing his own drag racing fuels in, in his own shop so where does all this take us and, and, and what's the next step so, I mean, I think this is a uh, crucial stepping stone in VP being a household brand. Um, so you're going to see more from us. We, we already have a brake fluid out. Um, we have a full line of performance motor oils out. Um, so we're going to keep pushing the envelope here. And if there's an ounce of power to be gained in a safe manner, we're going to go after it. But this definitely is a crucial part of our overall product portfolio. And we hope that it's it's kind of a domino effect. You know, people have been hooked on the racing fuels for 45 years now. So we have some guys that, that started the company with us that are still with us. And, um, you know, they are trying these new products. And it's just fantastic uh, to be able to teach some of these old dogs new tricks <laughs> and uh, keep kind of pushing the envelope on producing power. But giving giving these folks an insurance policy with their with what they work on so hard and, and what they spend so much investment in. Um, so, and it's been great for the retail channels too. Um, so just to drop a couple names, uh, you know, basically in y'all's neighborhood, you can find this on old hall performance and their website. You can find this domestically here in the U S on summit racing or Jeg's site. Um, so, you know, you look back at the company 10 years ago, we didn't have relationships with those types of people. Now we do because we have products for their audiences. 
So we're not just dealing with flammables. We're dealing with um, all sorts of automotive fluids. So um, I definitely suggest check out our website if you haven't been on there recently, vpracingfuels.com. Um, I guarantee you, you will find a product on there that you didn't realize we produce. So, And we're learning about it all the time through your association with IMSA and IMSA Radio. Andy Dale, Division Manager, Consumer Products of VP Racing. Thanks for joining us. VP Racing, making power for the last 45 years and clearly doing that well into the future. Thanks, Andy. Thank you so much. Cheers.